I'm Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Episode 11. What? How have we done this 11 times? We've only done this 11 times. I know. It feels like 200 <laughs> episodes. Well, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be December. So let's go back to the December. <sighs> let's go back. Yeah, to current December. It, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be December 2022. <laughs> oh, gosh. We would have gotten all the Taylor versions albums out by now. Yep. Hopefully. Reputation Taylor's version has just dropped. I'm just trying to speak in the future. And I know this is going to be totally irrelevant by the time this comes out, probably. But I was reading about the pizza theory, the Jonas Brothers pizza theory. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing snippets, but I don't understand. I mean, do you think they're just going to do a song together for maybe 1989? I hope so. That's I mean, what I'm thinking. I think it'll be. Yeah. But what's the pizza? I know. Is the song called Pizza? I don't know, but or is it like a like a horse the band kind of thing where they like got the best pizza of their life and they had to stop their tour so that they could write an EP about it and it's called the Pizza EP? Maybe. I think that I think that's correct. That's probably right. But what part of the theory is that um Red is being released on National Pizza Day, <laughs> November twelfth or whatever day. And like the fact that it got moved back to National Pizza Day, I don't see how this could connect, so, or even if it does. But. Yeah, I. So that is a, something I've been wondering. Why did she move the date up? Yeah, I know. I there's got to be something. Taylor's got something up her sleeve. But um, so I've been listening to a lot of Bjork lately. Oh yeah, and now I am. I'm trying to line up Taylor's and Bjork's albums. Like I think okay. it's not completely one to one, but. I mean, they are very similar. Their whole era thing. True. You know? So I'm mm. thinking uh, debut is Fearless. Oh, okay. They have the same number Not of Taylor albums, Swift. number one. No. Okay. Taylor Swift, self-titled, is uh, Bjork's first album that she released when she was 11. <laughs> that ah. doesn't count as part of her real discography. <laughs> ah. I've never listened um, to that. I don't... I haven't either... But um, she did release it when she was 11. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, which similar to Taylor's self-titled, she was like, I guess she was like 16, but she wrote some of the songs when she was like 12. So still counts. And then post is Speak Now, I think. Okay. Um, homogenic, possibly 1989. So why are you linking? Like what makes these albums the same? Like what? Like similar aesthetic. Um, th- not that they sound the same by any means, um, but just kind of a similar like vibe from each album, you know? Okay. Like Fair post, enough. um, is speak now because, uh, that's when they first, each of them first started like branching off into like different kind of things and experimenting. Also another thing that Bjork and Taylor's songs have in common, they've got a, they each have songs for any situation you're going through. Love. That's fair. Heartbreak. Um, a crazed fan trying to assassinate you with a letter bomb. I don't know if Taylor necessarily has that yet, but <laughs> she will. <laughs> she will. That's gonna be oh, one no, of the that hidden tracks. Like a threat. Oh God. No. Um, oh yeah. Wait. No. <laughs> um. So yeah. Have you listened to Harry Styles' first album? Because I've been listening to that album a lot lately, and it is so good. I have listened to a little bit of it, but I'm gonna have to like get into it yeah it's so good i mean i already knew like fine line was good but i had not listened to his first album in its entirety and i've been sleeping on it 
sleeping well, on I've that also album. been sleeping on it. Well, you listen to it and then we'll talk about it on our Harry Styles podcast. Okay. But can we do that after we do our Bjork podcast? Oh, okay. And after Bjor- the prequels weren't that bad podcast. Okay, so we've got the prequels weren't that bad. We've got <laughs> Gilmore Girls somewhere in there. We've got some Probably. roller coasters, I think. Oh. Um, breakfast cereals. <laughs> breakfast cereals. Uh, and so I already came up with a name for our Bjork podcast. Okay. Um, I don't know what Bjork fans are called. Um, Bjorkians? Bjorki. I was going to say Bjorkies Anonymous. <laughs> Ooh, Bjorkies. It's, I like it. <laughs> um, so if there are any Bjorkies slash Swifties out there, um, please tell me your thoughts about the albums lining up. Tell me what is the Swifty equivalent of Volnakira. I cannot figure it out. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't have it yet. <laughs> uh, please email us. So I think <laughs> reputation is Vespertine. <laughs> See, aesthetically, it's like Vespertine's more like maybe a little folklore but as far as subject matter, it's reputation. The love songs of reputation are Vespertine. Anyway. I like it. I know there are dozens of us, of Swifties, who are also Bjorkies. Absolute dozens. <laughs> um, should we talk about Back to December, though? I guess we should. Let's yeah. go. Let's talk about it. I'm so glad time to see me how's life tell me how's your family so does this song make you cry every time this song is so good it's i've always loved this song i don't know if it makes me cry every time but you know it makes me want to cry every time and that i consider a win yeah on taylor's part yeah i mean i i like this song even back when i wasn't a taylor swift stand anymore for some reason yeah always have enjoyed this song I do not. I don't remember this song. Like, oh, really? I mean, I think I remember hearing it around, you know, in the grocery store or whatever. But I don't. I don't <laughs> remember. Like, yeah, that's the ultimate kiss of death. When I hear a song in Food Lion, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about the background a little bit. Do it. So she said, "Back to December" addresses a first for me, and that I've never apologized to someone in a song before. In the good or bad or the apology, the person I wrote the song for deserves this. This is about somebody who is incredible to me, just perfect to me in a relationship, and I was really careless with him. So these are the words that I would say to him that he deserves to hear. So sad. I know. And I, you know, it's so unclear who it's about. You know, it's not like, yeah, it's not like either party has confirmed it on multiple occasions. It's not like they have the same name. It's kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, I, this is really I I love the song though, like how know. it is her like admitting she's in the wrong. Because usually, I mean, yeah, you could kind of say it's like someone else is the bad guy. The guy is exactly. She's you know she's often kind of um, shifted the blame to the guy, and you know just from hearing her Rightfully side of it, so. it, always exactly yeah, it always seems like. But this is her really owning up to breaking his little heart. Yeah. It makes me sad for him. I kind of hoped when the song came out, I was like, maybe they'll get back together because they seem so cute together. <laughs> Were you a Taylor Squared stan? I didn't know this about you. No, I mean, not really at the time. No, I mean, just like, I don't really care about Taylor Lautner that much. I, you yeah. know, he was famous for Twilight, kind of looks like an alpaca or whatever. But Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about those memes. <laughs> actually, no, hold up, though. Ooh. No, I was a Shark Boy stan. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you remember when he See? was Shark Boy? <laughs> oh, I remember Shark Boy and Lava Girl. My eight-year-old self totally thought he was so hot. No. Really? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I bet you did. Probably. I'm just kidding. I don't it know. It sounds like I, something I would say. I feel like I was too old for that movie. 
Like, yeah, I don't actually know. <laughs> I better not say this because I m- may have been too. <laughs> anyway, so fun facts about the song. Uh, it's about okay. Taylor Lautner. <laughs> yeah, so Taylor Squared was their couple name. Uh, who pinned this? I don't know. I just, I read it on like the Taylor Swift fandom wiki. Oh. <laughs> so I know it's true. That's where I go for all my information. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good resource and other times I'm just like, who are the moderators here? I know. Seriously. I'm sorry. We're going to get called out. No. Okay. Well, before we get called out for dissing the Swifty Wikipedia. I'm um, sorry. Just some, oh no, you're, hey. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Lautner, they began dating around 2009 and if you remember the infamous SNL monologue that Taylor oh, Swift I performed, remember. which I'm sure we've talked about before on this podcast, she name dropped him. This is my SNL monologue. So good. And then la, she like la, does la. the the wink and then like, yeah. hi, Taylor. She like mouse. Hi, Taylor. Yes. So, so good. So yeah, she clearly name dropped him. Everyone knew they were dating. And mm-hmm. they also starred as high school sweethearts in the 2010 rom-com Valentine's Day, which I still have not seen. I'm oh divorced. my gosh. Can you please watch it so we can like trash it together? At this point, it's been so long since I've seen it that I feel like I haven't seen it. Well, let's just watch it together. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's watch it together and then make a podcast about it. <laughs> and then talk through all the parts that don't have Taylor or Taylor in it. Yeah, that's like... She's in like five scenes in the entire movie. Okay, so let's talk through the movie. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what I did. Did or do. Yeah. I talked through movies. Um, yeah. Um, so there is a line in the song that is so sad. Okay. And especially now, like according to Genius, where it says, and how you held me in your arms that September night, the first time you ever saw me cry. I didn't really think about it, but yeah. the VMAs, 2009 VMAs, took place in September, and she right. obviously cried into Taylor Lautner's arms. Okay. So she's explaining how she loved the way he held her that night, and she misses it. That makes me so sad. The details are so good. Yeah. The specifics. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, I never thought about September. I thought it was just like a random, like, oh, yeah, that's September night. Yeah, like, but whatever. no, it was yeah. a real thing. So, this song is not fictional. It's not fictional. <laughs> she's telling her life story, laying oh. it on the line. Yeah, she's really going for it here. I mean, the yeah, the amount of detail it hurts my feelings. Yes. So, the one line where she says that I didn't call on your birthday or whatever, mm-hmm. it reminded me of that song, Potential Breakup Song oh, by Ali and AJ. <laughs> I knew you were going there. And I was like, <laughs> It was clearly, my birthday, my stupid birthday. Clearly, uh, Taylor Lautner ghost wrote potential breakup song, even though that song came out in 2007, and this didn't happen till that song is still 2009 or 10. To this oh day. my gosh, very much so. Yeah. Um, so they re-recorded it like last year and added oh, really bad words to it, oh. which seemed very unnecessary. But I was mainly just impressed that they were able to like recreate the vibe. Like it, it was pretty impressive. I have to listen. Yeah, At Joe Jonas. Remember how that's like about Joe Jonas? Wait, what? Yeah, that's about, or at least like part of it is definitely inspired because he dated the um, AJ. He dated uh, At, I think AJ. What's the one that AJ? What's the one that wasn't in Easy A? He dated AJ. He dated AJ, and like oh I mean, like before they were even really famous. I think yeah, pre- that had to have been forever ago. Yeah, like after their first album, even. Like 2000, that would have been like 2004 or five. They would have been like yeah. 11. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, so. okay. Well, uh, talk about albums that like inspired me greatly. Into the Rush by Ali and AJ when I was 12. 
Oh, I remember when you were like, oh my gosh, I love it so, so much. Yeah. So good. I think that album still holds up. I haven't listened to it since maybe like a couple songs, but I'm going to say it still holds up. Well, maybe we should just do a podcast where we're talking about a different pop album every episode. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. That'll be our that next one. Good. Okay. Uh, the one after the Bjork. So that's 10 podcasts from now. <sighs> Man, I'm sorry. This is going to take us forever. Um, it's all good. Was the I'm song... Excited. I see where you said the the song was written on a napkin in an airplane bathroom. Tell me about that. I think I saw it on Genius. Um, oh, yeah. It's right here. Okay, here we go. So it won Teen Choice Awards and BMI Awards, blah, 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 for Choice Breakup Song. It was also notably written on a napkin in an airplane bathroom. I didn't know it was notably doing done that, whatever I just said. I Yeah, notably. Like, But how I, did you get this information? Yeah, Tell I didn't me. see that in any interviews. I mean, I believe it, I guess. That sounds yeah, like a Taylor thing to do. Very much. It reminds me of her writing, um, was it Teardrop she wrote in like Geometry or whatever? Yeah, math class. I mean, the best ideas must come to Taylor quick. Well, that's the thing when you think of something. And this is probably before, you know, on your iPhone now, you just, you come up with an idea, you type it into the notes app. But sometimes an idea comes to you before smartphones. Yeah, that's true. She probably had one. She probably did. On an airplane, maybe she didn't have it readily available. Uh, Anyway, we're speculating just way too hard right now. It's getting weird. So, (laughs) well, okay. So the next thing that I was thinking is, I think we talked about this last episode. Since this is a concept album where each song is a confession, Mm -hmm. I feel like we should discuss each song, who the confession is to, which this one is obviously to Taylor. Right. But it might be fun for some later songs. So this is a new segment called Confessions. And we can get a little sound effect on my voice there. (laughs) Or whatever. Is that Usher that had like an album Uh, in Confessions? Oh, I don't know. Did I just make that up? Nope. Evan's nodding. He's an Usher stan. Sweet. Okay. So yeah, we know who the confession is to. It's to Taylor. So sad. Small talk. So awkward. Well, maybe we should talk about the lyrics. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So talk about how awkward that small talk is. Yeah. That sounds... I just so you can totally like picture yourself in that situation like you can just yeah yeah how's life tell me how's your family yeah and you're just like hey good to see you uh how's the weather these days uh okay, that also remind, it reminds me of that episode of 30 rock when the one called tracy does conan and like it's hinted that liz and conan used to date and they're like standing outside tracy's dressing room and like Conan's like, you doing good, Liz? And she's like, yeah, doing great. Um, How's your wife? And he's like, let's not do this, Liz. <laughs> That's Taylor and Taylor. Yes. How's a, how's a Twilight or whatever movie that is? How's New Moon? Did you have a favorite line? Um, Yeah, I actually had two. Okay. But my first favorite is um, you gave me roses and I left them there to <sighs> die. <laughs> That's so good. There's so many good lines. It kills me every time. Lyrically, the song is probably one of her best. Chef's kiss. Um, Can I talk? Can I tell mine in case your second one is also mine? (laughs) Please tell yours. Okay. Just in case. Um, It turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you. (sighs) Right in the heart. Was that your other line or what's your other line? No, my other one is, um, but if the chain is on your door, I understand. There's so many good ones. So many. I had a hard time picking. Um, I also love, I watched you laughing from the passenger side. 
That one just like paints such a picture. Like I can see it. Yeah. And I mean, we've already talked about it, but the you held me in your arms at September night. Yeah. First time you ever saw me cry. So good. And then if we loved again, I swear I'd love you right. <laughs> like the bridge is what makes me get like all. A yeah. Little, <laughs> a little choked up. How do you feel about the full on strings in this song? Um, you know, uh, that is one thing. Um, this song is absolutely amazing lyrically, like the vocal melody, everything, but mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Th- the strings are a little much for me personally. A little I feel like there's dramatic. just a lot. Yeah. Too dramatic. And I really like the acoustic version for that reason. Like it's mm-hmm. a little less, um, obnoxious, even though it still has the strings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I didn't know how I felt. At first, I thought I liked them, but it, it is a mm-hmm. lot. I feel like it doesn't need it doesn't need all that. But. No, because it kind of hides how good the song is at its core. You know, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need all this uh, stuff. The stuff. Snips is being really bad. She's <laughs> climbing into my closet. Oh no! Uh, Snips wants to be on the podcast. She's gonna fall down. Oh, well. Can we? So, can we go into the tropes? Let's go into the tropes because we've got a number. All right. So we've got being emotionally guarded, but it's him mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, at this point she is apparently the dumper instead of the dumpy. We got flowers. They did. We got this heartfelt <laughs> apology. I feel like this is her first one, but I feel like she makes some later. I can't think of exactly. <laughs> Probably. What, but she definitely does. Uh, we got months. September Mm -hmm. and December specifically, which I think it's double points because I feel like those are the two months she mentions the most besides maybe like August in the song. Yeah. 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 Uh, We got seasons almost three out of four ain't bad. Winter, spring, summer and fall. Okay. All you have to do is call. Okay. We got pride. Mm -hmm. Her stupid pride. I don't think she actually said that, but we've got the idea of not knowing what you have till it's gone, mm-hmm. um, dwelling on the past, wanting to go back, replaying a situation in your head. She does that a lot. Phone calls that didn't happen, specifically on a birthday. Um, passenger seat, but it's reversed again. He's the one in the passenger seat. She's driving. She learned to be in love. She had to have the upper hand. <sighs> wow. Mind blown. <laughs> uh, right, realizing continue. things. <laughs> like that. Okay. Uh, her fear of commitment, sabotaging her own relationship, mm-hmm. smiles, crying, wishful thinking, slash mindless dreaming. And don't forget, I was thinking about this. I mean, tan skin, just a specific feature on a guy other than, yeah. I mean, we already, but also basically name dropping a guy. Like, yeah. it's obvious who it's about. I feel like that is kind of a trope. Oh, definitely. I mean, she didn't say his name, but she did. Yeah. I Yeah. I didn't even write it down because it was so obvious Yeah, <laughs> that I forgot. <laughs> Yeah. Especially having, it's literally a famous ex that she is. Right. Exactly. Coming for, but in a, like, not in like a, not in a bad a way. bad way. Yeah. Not like in a Dear John way. Right. Not like Dear John, which we shall see. <laughs> Man, I love that song. Okay. <laughs> um. So pretty, pretty tropey, but you know what I just remembered is there's a music video. Did you watch the music video? I sure did. I did too. I What'd watched you think? it a couple times and then I watched it again just now before we started. Um, I, I actually kind of like it. I like, I like the snow too. inside the room. Me too. I did make the mistake of looking about things that the director said about it. Oh, really? Which, what did I he don't say? Know. This guy just strikes me a little weird. I forgot to pull up the Wikipedia page where I found the information. So I, let me, uh, 
I know we talk about this every time there's a guy in a music video and mm-hmm. I feel dumb, but the guy kind of hot though. Oh, he kind of hot. Um, yeah. So his name is <laughs> the director Guntars Asmanis. Ooh, he's an uh, he's a model. Wait, the the director or the guy? The the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, this director, he said that <laughs> he got the idea for the music video after being inspired by the film E. T. The Extraterrestrial. What? <laughs> I didn't get that at all. No. So, um, and he was trying to get her to look European. I don't what? know what that's supposed to mean. Um, but I actually like, I like hmm. the music video because it doesn't take away from the song. Like, no. it doesn't show everything that's happening. Like, the song's telling you the story. You don't need the music video. It's like the opposite of mine, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Where you're literally seeing each thing play out. Yeah, exactly. But this one is just like kind of little, maybe the aftermath because he uh, gets his stuff back and yeah, she's, she's got the letter there. Yeah, and, and stuff. it's like just kind of melancholy, kind of just like the yeah. vibe of the song. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good, it's good vibe. I mean, a sad, a sad vibe, but a good one. Sad. The aesthetic, um, acoustic version. It's great. I like it a lot. Yeah, stripped down, not all I the like strings. The, yeah. Like it still has the strings, but not so like I mean in your yeah, face like got it. All the stuff. Yeah. Um, I also hate the solo in the uh, in the real song. The oh yeah. I just hate that kind of thing in well, general. <laughs> yeah. It's like the classic country pop kind of thing they gotta throw in there. Exactly. And that's why I hate it. I don't care though. I still I love the song and I'll still listen oh, yeah. to the crap out of it. Yeah. Um it doesn't take away but every time I hear it, I'm just like, because it's just so uninspired and knowing what she's capable of as far as musicality and knowing she doesn't need to hide behind <laughs> production and lame solos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why I do like the solo in the acoustic version better. It's the same, but it's not quite so like, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the oh. only way I could think to describe it. <laughs> Poor Mr. Nashville. Uh, um, the secret message. <gasps> What's the secret message? Tay. <laughs> possibly her shortest secret message ever wow and that's why i feel like i mean again it's obvious but she did clearly name drop him clearly not in the lyrics but in the secret message right unless she's referring to herself yeah we're gonna (laughs) doubt that one uh (laughs) didn't he like confirm that it was about him at some point i forgot to write it down he i think leah michelle um i also did not write this down so this is all from memory and i could be very wrong uh the girl from glee (laughs) Like another glee asked him about it. Yeah. Asked him about it and like, didn't Taylor Swift like write a song about you or something? And he was like, Oh yeah. Like I knew that was gonna happen or something. Like Aww. it's called back to December. But I mean I, I think this was later, so I think it was fine. Yeah. I mean, but it's also not a bad song. It's not like no. negative, but doesn't put it puts him in a positive light, really. Exactly. He's like, the good guy. Exactly. Like he gave all his love and all he all she gave him was goodbye. <sighs> she's clearly saying she's the bad guy. So when people want to say I'm that Taylor only writes about um, <laughs> writes about how terrible guys are, like, I'm sorry, but no. No. She does not always play the victim either. No. So what would you rate this, bad boy? I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Oh, it's twins. so good. Yeah, it's, it's definitely eight worthy. Yeah. Ugh, already this album is just like 
So good. It's so good. As far as swiftiness, I feel like it's oh, pretty yeah. dang high. Is it also an eight? Because, I mean, it's about a guy, a celeb guy. I feel like that boosts it. Or is it not? Do you not oh, think so? I put an 8.5. Oh, boy. Personally. Yeah. So just because it's, even though it's not typical yet for her, the fact that it is so personal and all the details and, mm-hmm. yeah, the famous ex, I mean, it checks yeah. a lot of boxes. It really does. Just no 2 a.m. somehow. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking, too. <laughs> but there's no rain. But there's snow, basically. Yeah, it's the same. Is so. there actual snow in the song or is it just no. a music video? Oh, I'm just dang. thinking. I'm just picturing snow. Is there even? Yes, there is a little bit of weather because small talk work in the weather. Oh, yeah. So I guess that could count. So eight and a half dead roses. <sighs> eight and a half dead roses. Eight and a half sweet smiles. No, Aww. that doesn't capture the... It captures him, but... Yeah, the dead roses. <laughs> dead roses. That's pretty much that's yeah. the aesthetic. <laughs> that's, yep. Okay. Do you want to take a little break and then we can talk about speak now? Let's do it. KK. Welcome back. <laughs> we were gone for three hours, but it was only seconds for you. Three hours. <laughs> I had lots of tea to drink. <laughs> lots of tea. Just kidding. I finished off my green tea. I finished off my pumpkin spice chai. Now I feel like, ooh, yum. I feel feel like like, I'm eating other. No, I was just reacting to your pumpkin spice chai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, speak now. Or forever hold your peace. Literally. So, so, do you like this song? I okay, so this is kind of funny. Like my first listen through of the album, I was like, "Oh yeah, all right." Well, it's like it's cute, but whatever. But now, whenever I listen to the album, I always I fully intend to skip it. I never do. It's in my head yeah. all the time, and it's just really fun and cute. And I, I really don't hate it at all. Yeah, it's I don't hate it. I, it's not my favorite, yeah. but it's, no, yeah, it's definitely cute. Um, there's a lot of interesting backstory, so I'm gonna try yeah. to summarize it, but. Um, basically, obviously, it's about interrupting a wedding. And what inspired it was after conversing with her friend, whose ex-boyfriend would soon wed someone else. And having then she had a dream about one of her own ex-boyfriends marrying another girl. Oof. So um, I like the story about the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I guess basically this was a childhood crush or high, high school sweetheart kind of guy that she her friend had. Um, and then they went their separate ways, and it was kind of understood that they were going to get back together. Hmm. Uh, uh-huh. But then, yeah, understood <laughs> by her. So then one day she comes in and tells Taylor that he's getting married. He had met this girl who was just this mean person who made him completely stop talking to all his friends, cut off his family, and had him like so completely isolated. Oh no, talk. And Taylor, yeah, bad. And Taylor just kind of randomly was like, "So you going to speak now?" <laughs> and she was like, "What do you mean?" And Taylor was like, oh, you know, like storm the church, speak now or forever hold your peace. I'll go with you. I'll play guitar. It would be great. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Taylor was totally serious. Um, I mean, she never jokes about stuff like that. Yeah. And then obviously it it was rolling around in her brain and she was thinking about how tragic it would be if someone you loved was marrying someone else. So then she had that dream. And then there you go. She wrote the song. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. this song is pretty straightforward. It seems fictional that she yeah. didn't actually interrupt a wedding. 
Um, except in 2013, in the episode of New Girl that she was on, she very much <gasps> did interrupt a wedding. I forgot about that. Oh, man. Uh, That's great. Which I'm kind of, I'm trying to figure out. See, Taylor Swift is referenced a lot in New Girl. Or like, you know, not a lot, a lot, but enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so does Elaine, Taylor's character, just kind of look like Taylor Swift? Uh, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, she does speak now after, she, well, I guess it was after a badger fell through the ceiling. I need to rewatch the episode. <laughs> it's been so long. It's a uh, season two finale episode name, Elaine's Big Day. Cause it was when, was Cece like marrying the guy? Yeah. Yeah. She's got the arranged, well, not, I guess sort of arranged sort of, marriage yeah. with the Indian guy and Schmidt is determined to prank the wedding with Winston. Yep. Um, and then. Yeah, not to spoil it, but... Well, sorry if you haven't watched New Girl, but go watch it. Yeah. Well, I kind of like the song. At first, I was like, why did she pick this song as, like, the title of the album? Yeah. Um, Which we've talked about this a lot already. But she kind of explained in her um, some kind of Thanksgiving NBC special. She said, real life is a funny thing. In fact... In real life, saying the right thing at the right moment is beyond crucial. So crucial, in fact, that most of us start to hesitate for fear of saying the wrong thing at the wrong wrong time. But lately, what I've begun to fear more than that is letting the moment pass without saying anything. And it continues. But basically, that's like, if you know how you feel and you clearly know what you need to say, go for it. I think you should speak now. So Yeah. 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 Even though this song doesn't like capture like the theme of the album or anything, like the title and the idea the idea exactly (laughs) Exactly. it captures and yeah like we talked about before speak now is really the perfect title for this album yeah it is good Um, job good good job title picking skills yeah um also kind of funny this song is rumored to be about Haley williams the lead singer paramore i mean what do you think about that i don't i'm for it it. i love Haley, and i don't know i mean we're her and josh farrow or whatever like high school sweethearts or childhood i mean, maybe I mean they yeah were. because yes because they were in paramore together from the time they were like that's true 15 i forgot how young they were yeah oh gosh they were so young because apparently he got married like the same year the Around song was released time. so Ooh, it is very okay, possible were taylor and Haley friends that long ago i don't see that's what i don't know and i would like to know and i mean they seem to support each other a lot now yeah, so definitely. I would hope that they were friends then. I mean, they were both from Nashville and like roughly That's the true. same age. Um, Haley needs to be featured on one of Taylor's vault tracks, <sighs> she I just realized. literally does. Okay. Can we have a super, super, super group where we have the girls from Boy Genius? So you've got Lucy oh Dacus, gosh. Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and then Haley Williams is there too, and Taylor, and freaking, I don't know, Lord, let's get her in yes. there. Yes, yes, might um, as well. Gosh, who else? Billy Eilish. <sighs> Billy. Um, I mean, there's more. Mitski. Like, <laughs> Mitski. Um, uh, Michelle Zauner from Japanese Breakfast. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Jenny Lewis. I mean, why not? Le- you know what? Bjork. Every. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can Bjork please no. do a song with Taylor for the Reputation Vault Tracks? That's. Or Never can they do happen. an album together? Please. Never going to happen. They're not that far off from each other. I mean, maybe it'll happen, but I don't know. No. I don't. I, I, see, I feel like Bjork's not going to be into this. Okay, see, that's what I want to see because you've got um, Taylor's, like, need for, like, commercial approval and, you know, 
right. being listenable to literally everyone. And then you got Bjork's need to be as creative as possible, no matter what it does to your ears. So it'd be like <laughs> unstoppable force no versus immovable object. <laughs> and I wouldn't. I am dying to know what would happen if they made an album together. And not right. a feature. None of this like background no, vocal no, from no. Bjork. No, you I, are. Could you imagine? If she did is do that. Both of them, Taylor Swift and Bjork. Bjork and Taylor yes. Swift. Oh, what about? I'd never know the, how to say this. Um, Heim. Is oh, Heim yeah, right? they need to be in there too. Heim? I don't know why I always yeah, want to call them Ham. Well, it looks like Ham, but then the band Ham. Ham. The band Ham. <laughs> they need to be in this girl supergroup too. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> There was something interesting I found about Speak Now. Like, I usually don't really read the criticisms because whatever. Yeah. But this one guy, Simon, I'm not even going to pronounce his last name, of <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. It, yeah. And it's got a dash in there. Um, oh, Sam, uh, Simon Levinson Gould. We'll call him that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, deemed Speak Now one of Swift's best songs yet. Well, I don't know about if I agree with that. But I really like where he said... Her expressive delivery of the lyrics makes up for any shortcomings as a technical vocalist. Amen. That is like the perfect like summary of Taylor's skills at this point, I think. Like so true. Like her voice has definitely matured. I mean, we've talked about that a bunch. But it's the expressive delivery. Yeah. So good. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. I'm and so- also expertly catchy. Yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. expertly catchy. I mean, this is like this song specifically is you know, it's not my favorite kind of theme, but I'm I still listen to it. I do not skip it when I'm listening to yeah. this album. So it's an earworm yeah. and I, I do enjoy it. So who is the confession to in the song, would you say? It's time for confessions. So who is the confession to? I is it really I feel like it's just the concept of a confession without really being to someone. Right. This confession is to Chevron, the guy from New Girl, the character. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait, the guy's uh, name is Chevron? Like the Chevron, pattern? Sh- well, Cece throughout the entire, all the episodes he's in, she calls him Chevrang. But then at the very end, he's like, oh, by the way, it's Chevron. And she's like, I don't know how to pronounce your name. And she gets all sad and realizes that they've been dating a month and they should not get married. But yeah. Spoilers for season two yeah, of New Girl. Seriously. Just don't even have to okay, watch Okay, I'm sorry. Right this is an almost 10-year-old show. At yeah. this point. <laughs> I mean, we're just showing our age here. I know. Um, oh, oh, Lordy. Uh, yeah. So the confession, I mean, because it, it's kind of like about an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And but, whoever she had the dream about, yeah. I guess, you know, just imagining. I wonder who it could have been, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't know. But, but just either way. The concept of confessing and speaking now is just saying what you want to say. I guess that's kind of the whole Indeed. thing. So lyrics um yeah so i guess she does say in uh in the pre-chorus she says i lose myself in a daydream so mm-hmm. none of this obviously first of all is already a fictional song it doesn't happen but she You're is telling me it didn't. daydreaming it yeah, yeah. Well, except for okay at this point you know the new girl episode didn't come out till 2013 so yeah hadn't happened yet but uh <laughs> so people that want to say that she doesn't write fictional things here it is here it is. But she also is daydreaming about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. she's, she's writing a song about the daydream. Yeah. So it's like it's like double fiction. The movie. Yeah. Exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> she no, everyone it. like like after Inception came out, everything was like, oh, it's like Inception. It's like oh, a dream within a dream. It's like what? Everything. Okay. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, to go deeper. <laughs> the 
this is a daydream within a daydream because it's not even her daydream. It was Haley Williams. It was Haley Williams says allegedly, and she didn't even do it. So if it was even her. Did you have a favorite lyric though? I did, but do you want to go first since I went first last time? I'm not really Unless excited you. about this, but I'll do uh, it. Okay. Well, I had, I mean, it wasn't like back to December level, like, you know, lyrics, but right. Two, I had two-ish, so I'll start with mine in case okay. it's the same. Um, it seems that I was uninvited by your lovely bride-to-be. <laughs> I just love the sarcasm. Yeah, her. it's really, again, all about the delivery on that line. She's so, like, lovely bride-to-be. She's so yeah. sassy. Um, I liked – it's not, like, my favorite favorite because, again, like, this is a story. It's yeah. less about individual lines. Um, But I do love – the organ starts to play a song that sounds like a death march. That's my second one. It's I so, don't know why that it's like just the so way sarcastic. She says it like, too. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I don't know why I had to sing it. I keep doing that. You just where I start to. off talking and then I have to sing the end because it, when it's about the delivery, you got to say it like she says it. This is very true. Listening Sorry. back to old episodes where we um, are just kind of like slam poetry reading some of her lines it's like a little brutal so we should try uh we should try singing them brutally so like brutal singing them it's embarrassing it's different different kind of brutal though yeah there was another one i was thinking of her dress like a pastry Uh, that one's funny yeah that one cracks me up as well uh i can't find it so her snotty little family all dressed in pastel (laughs) snotty little family (laughs) And the fact that it's like, well, they're in pastel, like they're snotty. Yeah. In I bet pastel. they shop at J. Crew or something. I don't know. Yeah. You can just picture the uh I don't know, this early aughts dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the same J. Crew dress. So should we get into the troops? Yeah. So we got a big one here, just in general. We've got this other girl, this she. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an idea for a little segment here. Not really a segment, but anytime she mentions another girl or like, you know, just the ever-present she, mm-hmm. need an effect on my voice there. Um, can we get a clip of Harry Styles' she? Yeah, we're going to get that. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with this, even though Harry Styles and Taylor are now going to sue us. So, dang. Actually, yeah, you worth know it. Why not worth double it. down? Let's just... We hey, love you, maybe. Harry. Please come on the show. Oh, my gosh. So if they both sue us, we get both their autographs because they'll have to sign a cease and desist. Oh, my uh, goodness. Okay. So that's our plan. Uh, <laughs> Vehicular manslaughter. Oh, man. We're going to no, get let's like, not go. let's not go there yet. We're going to get tagged. That. We're going to get caught in the some sort of filter. Oh, um, Lord. Okay. Uh, so anyway, this she is yeah. the absolute worst. Like all the she's in all the songs and the fact that she's like evil like it's like good versus evil like she is there's no in between it's black and white she's that guy yeah she's obviously a demon um in a gown shaped (laughs) like a pastry um so we've also got what seems like possibly our first instance of her changing a common expression Mm -hmm. so we've got this white veil occasion Mm -hmm. which it's typically a black tie occasion, I think, is what the expression is. So she kind of yeah. changes it. Because I really don't think white gown or white veil occasion is a thing. No. <laughs> no. Probably not. But it paints a picture. I mean, it's very clearly a wedding, um, which is also a trope because there are weddings and other songs. And then we've got this dress that's shaped yes. like a pastry. <laughs> Classic. Uh, daydreaming. Ugh. 
daydreaming a scenario yes is one right for sure definitely um we've got saying yes but no don't don't say yes still counts um a, a silence last chance eyes mm-hmm. all in the bridge oh we get we get a giggle oh that's true we do get a giggle yeah got a giggle there mate um this very detailed description it's like you're there um and then we've got the alternate perspective in the last chorus yeah and so it's a lot I mean, also just again, more more general, the whole drama of interrupting a wedding. Oh, the drama just, of it all. Just the drama. Yeah. Yeah. Like just <laughs> gotta be extra about it. So true. Very tropey. So it's extremely. The secret message also is you always regret what you don't say. I mean, that's the theme of the album. Yeah. So theme of the album. Good. Good job. I'm here for it. What would you rate this? So Again, I like how it ties into the whole concept of the album, but overall, the song, a five. Yeah, I gave it a 5.5. Okay. Yeah, it's just because I find it, sometimes it is stuck in my head, and I'm like, I don't hate this. Yeah, so, I don't hate it. It's and just also, not my 5. favorite. And also, 5.5 is not, or a five is not even a low rating. We no. get so offended at ourselves when we do anything lower than a six. We're like, this song sucks. 10 out yeah. of 10. <laughs> no. Well, now, especially that we're thinking about it more in the... um within her like discography as a whole instead of just like as a song right so yeah not my favorite song but not my least favorite exactly i'm here for it um swiftiness um seven i gave it a 7.5 all right because of the drama of it all yeah that's true (laughs) um seven gown shaped like pastries Ooh, no or seven um Seven snotty little families. <laughs> All seven in pastel. Yes, I like it. Seven and a half. There must be like a child in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, yeah. So when we do our Bjork podcast, we'll have to be rating things on the Bjorky scale. How Bjork it is. Oh, and everything man. is a 15 out of 10. So any kind of weird guttural scream. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I guess everything is a 15 out of 10, except for it's oh so quiet. True. That is not a Bjork song. I hate that song so much. Oh, I still kind of like that song. Ugh. It hurts me. It hurts my body. Well, we did it. I'm excited for next episode because the next song is Dear John, right? Oh, yeah. So I guess next time we'll be talking about Dear John and Mean. Ooh, two good ones. Two hard hitters. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to that. So join us next time. Did that out of order, but we're going to live. Is that all we got? I think Swifty's out. All right, Swifty's out. <laughs> <laughs>